Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. In last week's episode, I introduced you guys to how you can master the fundamentals in Python in seven steps. Well, in today's episode, I'm going to enter the first step of mastering the fundamentals. Welcome back, guys. If you're new here, I am Rusty Raccoon. (laughs) Or in the podcast, I'm Josh. But over on the blog, I'm known as Rusty Raccoon. Welcome to episode 19. Before I get into today's episode, if you're new here, head on down to the link in the description as I have made you guys a handcrafted Python guide that I want you to use as you go through this series of, well, mastering the fundamentals. I am stoked to have you all here. I want you to think of this first step as the first week of learning Python. Dedicate this first week to everything we talk about here in this episode. And in the future episodes, just think of each episode as a week in your learning journey. As a Python developer and teacher, I'm excited to guide you through this first step of the pure basics of Python. In this episode, I want to cover the variables, conditions, and essential Python functions like the built-in ones. So if you're new here to programming or you're just looking to reinforce your knowledge, this episode has got you covered. I'm really good at taking all that complex tech jargon and breaking it down to a level that my students can understand. The key foundations of Python. Let's start off with variables. Now, I want you to think of a variable as like a building block or a container. And this container holds data in a programming language. So in Python, you can assign a type of data to a variable, like numbers, strings, or even complex data structures like lists, dictionaries, etc. They act as a building block for your programs, allowing you to store and manipulate data effectively. I want you to think of it like this. A variable is literally a word that holds a value, and that value can be any type of data. We use variables when we work with changing data. Awesome. Now, in order to print off all these variables and experiment with them, now's a good time to talk about the print function, which is the first function you should learn in Python. The print function is a fundamental tool, and it basically just displays an output. So, for example, if I print 2 plus 2, it's going to show me on the screen 4. This will allow us to check the output of the variables that we just talked about. A part of the first week, we should also introduce the concept of conditions in decision-making in a computer. A computer only understands two things, zero and one, or yes and no. I want you to think of these as a condition. A condition is literally, if something is true, do this. Otherwise, do this instead. This is literally how a computer works. And if you think about it, computer roles overall are not that smart. They're really dumb. (laughs) Humans are the ones that actually program computers because they only understand yes and no. A computer, that is. In Python, you can create a conditional statement using if, elif, and else. These statements allow your program to execute specific blocks of code only when a certain condition is met. Well, think of the word condition just like in the English language, right? A condition. If light red, stop. 
else go. Right? That's a condition that we think about in our everyday lives. This would be a basic conditional statement. And you could also use a logical operator. So I could say and or or. Right? So if this true or this true, do this. Right? That's how I could use that in my logical expression. Now the final part of your first week of Python, you know what a variable is. A variable is a word that holds a value. Try creating different variables for different aspects in your life, like your name, your age, your location, your email, and just play around with these. You can print off the values, you could add things to your age, and you could use these in your conditional statement. So for example, if age greater than 18, print something, else print something else. It's a way for you to check if something is greater than this or if something is equal to this. The final part is experimenting with a few basic Python functions. Now Python has a lot of built-in functions. Don't get online and start reading about all of those. That's overwhelming and you're gonna quit basically. Okay, I don't want that. Choose four or five super basic Python functions, which I wanna talk about now. Since you've been introduced to the other concepts, let's quickly talk about the built-in Python functions you can start to play around with today. Practicing these fundamental functions will make using new functions actually easier, and it's gonna strengthen your understanding of how functions work, which in the future is gonna allow you to create your own functions more effectively. The first function I want you to take a look at is the input function. This allows you to interact with users by collecting inputs from the keyboard from them. It displays a prompt on the screen and waits for the user to enter a text. The entered text is taken and used as the value to a variable, which you can then use in other stages of your program. This function allows a human to enter something from a keyboard, and whatever the person enters is taken and stored for you to use at a later point. Two other important functions that you should know now. We have different types of data. You have strings and numbers. We can do mathematical equations with numbers. So in order to convert a string to an integer, you need to use the int function. And if you wanna convert a string to a decimal, you need to use the float function. So int and float will convert strings into numbers. Once you have that number, then you can do all that mathematical stuff with it, right? So if number greater than five, print greater than five as an example. Number, that could be a user input, right? I could collect a user's number through an input, convert that input to an integer, then use that integer in my condition. Another popular function is the opposite of those two. It's the string function. The string function converts any number into a string. Now this is useful when you want to combine different types of data to create these messages, for example. All right, so I'm gonna kind of wrap up this episode. It's a bit shorter than the other ones I know, but that's week one of my series of mastering the fundamentals of Python, okay? Start off with variables, the built-in Python functions, choose four or five, as well as learning conditions and conditional statements. This is more than enough to play around with in the first week. And I promise, if you spend a solid week on all of these steps, 
your real foundational skills of Python, you're going to understand a lot more than most people. And it's going to make for more advanced concepts in the future much more easier. So to sum up, I have laid the foundation for your Python journey of programming the basics. This is only step one in my seven-step program. From understanding the role of variables as building blocks all the way to mastering conditional statements, as well as utilizing essential Python functions, you know, like print, int, float, input, or string. Congratulations, you've taken your fourth step towards becoming a proficient Python developer. Remember, practice is key, and as you experiment with these concepts and building small projects, your understanding is only going to grow. Well, don't forget guys, in the link in the description, I have a handcrafted guide that you can use through these seven steps. And it's made for you, so head on down and get yourself a free copy. That's all for today's episode. Thank you guys for tuning in for PyPod Chronicles. I can't wait to see you in next week's episode. Until then. <laughs>